Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad that you're here as we end our discussion on deliverance by Derek Prince and his book, They Shall Expel Demons. Today, I want to help by just expressing some of the ideas that he has about how to stay free. I'm going under the assumption that you guys were all able to get to that place, and now we're going to need to be able to walk and stay free. Because we know by the word, you know, they go out to the dry place, and then they come back, and they find the house clean and swept but empty. They like to kind of go back into those houses, right? Wouldn't you? Walking in him, you're walking through him, you're walking with him in the blood of Christ, through the cross, mercy, salvation, and all those things, right? You are a disciple, which means that you have to live a disciplined life. He, he makes several statements that I would like to just read to you. God has exposed our whole race to the deceptive and destructive power of Satan because he's the prince of the air, right? We can come under God's protection only as we place ourselves under his discipline. An undisciplined life is vulnerable to demonic attack. So part of the discipline that you're living by is whatever it is that you need freedom for. You're, you're changing, you're walking away, you're working on that whole fruit of the spirit of self-control because we know in Second Timothy, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Some say, some versions don't use sound mind, they use self-control. And that is part of what God has given to us. So we have to begin to express that in our life. Many of us don't know how in the beginning. You don't, you're clueless in how, which is okay. But you start where you're at. And the only way to learn some of these things is you got to put the word in you. However you can put the word in you, you've got to feed completely on the word. You've got to get it down inside of you. I'm sure some of you can remember times when you were just so hungry for the word. You would spend hours just reading and reading and getting it in there. And that word will pop up here and there. You just never know how it's going to pop up and how it's going to come out. So the first thing you have to do is begin to get the word in. Then you've got to gather with people who understand freedom, who understand biblical principles, who understand the worship and the holiness of God, who preach the word. You've got to surround yourself with like-minded Christian people so that you can grow because we are all swords sharpening one another and helping us to grow. And then one of the areas that he talks about is, you know, we have this full armor, but the full armor is only just part of the beginning. 
And you may need to go through the prayer of saying the full armor every day until you get a revelation that you don't take off your armor. I, I never take off my helmet of salvation. It just it's stuck on there like glue. It ain't coming off. And I know y'all's is too. We don't we don't take our armor off. It just grows stronger. It grows deeper, and it grows so within us that that the shoes of the gospel of peace become our feet. The shield, the breastplate is his righteousness, and it, and it grows. So part of the growing process is you being able to learn how to praise, how to worship. And whatever that looks like for you, you've got to walk into that place of praise, and you've got to walk into that place of worship, because he he himself inhabits our praises. And yeah, there's sometimes we go into songs and you're singing and you don't feel nothing. And then there's another time that you can go into a song and you're just broken down to your knees. But we're not going off of feelings. We're going off of discipline. Because if we run our life by our feelings, we're going to get ourselves in trouble again. We're going to paint ourselves into a corner because Feelings will lie to you. They lie. Your feelings are not always 100%. I'm not saying they're always wrong either. But you have to be able to pull those feelings through the praise, through the worship, through the Word of God. Now, if you are so angry at someone that you kind of are feeling murderous, you better be careful because you're going to get a spirit of murder. And even though you don't like stab, 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 kill them, maybe you have thoughts about that, but you better pull those thoughts into line. Pull that anger into line. Put it under the discipline of the word of what the word of God says. You're not going to get that spirit of murder on you. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody killed anybody without having a spirit of murder. There is not one murder that happens without having a spirit of murder. You get the spirit first, and then you act. So you want to pull yourself and your feelings like a sieve through the word so that you can talk to yourself like David did. You can say, no, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of this anger. Forgive me of this murderous spirit. I am confessing it before you. Maybe you need help with a friend to learn how to deal with someone so that you don't have those feelings because you are a child of the Most High God and He has given you grace and mercy and salvation for you to walk in the power and love and a sound mind that He has given to you. And a sound mind doesn't go off on these you know, tracks down the dark side of the moon. You don't go there. You do not allow yourself to go there. So when he's talking about a disciplined life, yeah, there are some disciplines that mature Christians walk by. And one of those maturities, and one of the, we do not allow our mind and our thoughts just to wander off into the woods wherever they decide to go. Because they're going to come back with some demons. That's what's going to happen. If you allow your mind to do that. And it is a battle. It is a fight. Sometimes it's really easy. And then sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, again. But you keep doing it. And you keep praising. You keep worshiping. You keep being disciplined until you find success. 
Because Satan may be able to harass you, but he cannot defeat you without your personal agreement. He cannot defeat you. You have been given the most powerful weapon of all, the blood of Jesus. So you bring those thoughts, you bring those emotions and those desires under the word and the Holy Spirit of God, and you make them line up and say, no, you're not going to be out of control in my life and wander around like this and cause these thoughts to go down this way. That is not godly, and I'm not going to do it. So you have to fight. He makes a great statement here. He says, um, we are not free to do our own thing. We are free that we may bring every area of our lives under God's discipline. So when he sets us free, it's not so that we can go off and do whatever it is we want to do. It's so that we can glorify him. Jesus said, everything, everything I do, that's a lot, right? Everything I do, I see the father doing. He does what the father wants him to do. And he glorifies. And he talks about that. That's what we are. We are to glorify him in everything we do. Everything we do. Don't hang out with friends that cause you to go down the path that you are not supposed to be down. And you're not anybody else's Holy Spirit. God has a time and a season for each one of us to be dealt with and each one of us to deal with the areas of our heart that he, you know, picks on and he pulls out. So you, you, you leave if that's what you have to do to stay in this fellowship of the Holy Spirit and Christ and being surrounded and filled with the Holy Spirit, then that's what you do because evil company corrupts you it corrupts you 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 can't go back remember there's a leaving and a forsaking and a walking away you can't go back so you have to find that life in Christ Jesus and in the in the body in his word in his praise you had to make your life a worship to him and the things that you know that go against the word you you just don't do you just don't do. You walk in that place that your life is different. And if he's, if he's shown you things, I know one of the things that is well known about my husband and where he works, you know, people come up and they want to say dirty jokes and we show them dirty jokes, whatever they have there on TikTok or Facebook. I don't know, wherever it is. And he's walked away enough times and said enough times, I don't want to see it, that nobody comes up to him and shows him stuff anymore at, at his work. They all know, don't, don't show to Daryl, he doesn't, he doesn't want to see it. So you have to be consistent in your life, consistent in who you are in honoring Christ, in honoring that relationship that you have with Jesus, that you are glorifying him as he glorified the father so put these behaviors put these habits 
inside of you. Get the word in you however you can. And I just pray that the Lord keeps you and he wraps you up in his love and in his presence that you will feel him and you will walk with him today and that you you will follow the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ and not walk in your own way thank you guys for listening I hope this has touched your life I hope you have grown and have been able to integrate it into your own life thank you bye bye Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.